0: 29 of the Now Is podcast. My name is Ben Remsen, and the idea of this podcast is to do a recorded version of the concept you might know from Downbeat Magazine's Blindfold Test and The Wire Magazine's Invisible Jukebox, to play tunes for musicians without telling them what they're about to hear and see what they have to say. What follows is the conversation that I had with Fred Lomberg holm Jamie Branch, and Stala Ljavik-Solberg with Fred Lomberg holm Jamie Branch, and Stala Liavik Solberg in the early morning of June 10th, 2018 in my living room in the Cobbs Creek neighborhood of West Philadelphia. They had just played a show, promoted by my favorite presenter of improvised music in Philadelphia, Fire Museum Presents, on a bill with dromedaries, a trio comprised of two Philly friends of mine, Julius Masri and Keir Nuringer, as well as Brooklyn-based Shayna Dolberger, who, fun fact, I first met in 2002 when we were in college and our bands played together. I mentioned Keir, Shayna, and Julius' set because it comes up a couple times in the interview. Also mentioned a couple times with insufficient explanation is Mowgli, the best boy of 58th Street, whose little pink paws are honest to God 19 years old. Fred, Jamie, and Stala met Moog while hanging hard with the mic on from roughly 1 to 3 a.m. after the show resulting in a conversation that's easily the least structured and most flippant of any of the interviews that I've done. I could have edited more aggressively, I could have edited more aggressively, but I'd have been sorry to lose the intoxicated whimsy of what's probably the funniest episode of the Now Is Podcast. It's also likely the final episode, which I hope further justifies my indulgent editing, as well as the indulgence of this long introduction. A year and a half ago I moved from Chicago back to Philadelphia where I've lived most of my life, and a few months ago I had my debut baby, making for way less time to plan, record, and edit these interviews, as well as less time for the hobby of keeping up on the history and present of jazz and improvised music. I have fuzzy ideas about a comeback episode already, but those ideas might stay fuzzy, considering how many months it's taken me to get this shit done. Anyway. Some of this long intro should surely be spent thanking all the musicians who've consented to the potentially vulnerable proposition of talking on the spot about what they're hearing without knowing what's playing. I'd also be remiss not to thank the dozens of friends, old and new, who've given me ideas for what to play for my interview subjects, making my knowledge of this music appear far deeper than it is, and, in the process, helping it actually deepen. And we all have to thank that great undersung hero of the Chicago music scene, Tushar Samant, who gives a million of his own hours to maintain the perfect show calendar, including every show oh, that yeah. I would have
1: been at if oh, that yeah. I would have been at if oh, that, yeah. that I would have been at if
0: I still lived in Chicago. If you live in or near Chicago and have the capacity, do go to everything you can that's listed on nowis now Is, and say hi to everybody for me. Lastly, I'll thank you for listening to this. Since I started doing this in the summer of 2015, I've made no attempt to gather feedback from listeners. And the one time I asked Touchar to look up data on how many people listened to each episode, he laughed like the next level dude that he is. But I'm fallen, and every once in a while, I get an email or a note on Facebook or a comment on iTunes or someone recognizes me in person by my voice. Okay, that only happened once and it was in the bathroom at a Peter Bratzman show. But yeah, this happens, and it feels really validating. So, at the risk of being shamefully narcissistic, I'll say that if you've always wanted to tell me what you think of this podcast by email or Facebook message or whatever, I won't mind. Anyway, back to setting up the interview. You've been listening to me talk over excerpts of Fred, Jamie, and Stala playing A Couple Nights Later, recorded by Matthew Bellinger, or Belanger, I don't know, uh, at Casa de Popolo in Montreal. Fred Lomburg-Holm is a cellist who now lives in Kingston, New York after a couple decades in Chicago. Jamie Branch is a trumpet player who lives in Brooklyn, but spent many years in Chicago as well. Stala Ljavik-Solberg is a drummer who lives in Oslo, Norway. To find out more about their projects, upcoming performances, and that sort of thing, check out jamiebranch.com lomberg-home.info and google Stala's name because he doesn't have a website you can find the Now Is podcast in the iTunes store, perhaps you already have you can also stream it at nowis.org N-o-w-is.org, like I said earlier, where you'll find information about all the tracks that I played for Fred, Jamie, and Stala feel free to also like the Now Is podcast on Facebook. Okay Fred lomburg Home, Jamie Branch, and Stala solberg Oh, you're not
2: wearing the South of the Border shirt, then it could be like, not South
1: of the Border. Hey! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> that's an injoke. In America.
2: Symphony for improvisers, non
0: The Symphony for Yeah, that's yeah, right. Sure. Nailed it! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> boom!
3: Crazy. Yeah, says
1: I got this record. So it's like it's like name that tune. I can name it in three notes. I can name it in two notes. <laughs> name that tune.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, that's pretty much the main idea. Okay. Done. Next.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you little pink paws. Oh, you little pink paws. No, 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 no. <laughs>
0: no ideas i would be
1: pretty presumptuous to say anything. This is what they were thinking. Right. You this know, is definitely supposed though.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree. yeah. This line. Is, well, the whole thing is. This is. It's, it's
4: a, there that it's, yeah. It's a very clear form, and it's like probably conducted or.
1: And they probably do a a similar. They have a name for it, and like two nights later on the tour, they'll do it again. It'll be a little different, but it'll be. It's a guess, but I think it's pretty. I think so too. Probably be the same kind of thing. And you know, it'll begin with this, and then it goes into that, and then you do this, and then where that happens, and then. But so what? Yeah. A million ways to skin a cat, as they say, huh? Oh shit, kid! <laughs> don't, don't
0: say that too loudly. Ah!
2: No, I love these records, these '60s blue notes. Yeah, this
1: down is down like the shit. It's inspirational. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's inspirational? Got me about through. It? Like, what, are, what, are, what, are, what is the thing that's happening that sounds different than like what people yeah. were doing before it? Or what is that, different than other things you listen to? Like what, what's
1: inspiring? Well, it's not for me. It's not a specific thing. It's Don Cherry's body of work. Yeah. You know, like I was gonna say, um, he got me through jury duty once. <laughs> like for a week, I had to sit in the holding pen down at uh, you know, Center Street. Yeah. for jury duty and wait for them to call my name and fortunately KCR had like the whole week was Don Cherry, wall-to-wall Don Cherry uh-huh. and so I listened to Don Cherry every day while I was waiting to never be called. I was called once and then I was rejected right away, you know, but I had to come every day, you know, sit there and so I'd bring a bottle of, um, of I was really into Raynau, um brandy uh-huh. and I would drink Brandy and I would listen to Don Cherry and 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 just oh no, you just sit in these giant rooms or just you have to sit there, it's just like benches yeah, 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 and you just yeah, yeah. sit there all day. It's, it's crazy. Well, but anyway, and uh, and I already liked him, but like it was sort of understanding more the kind of the incredible diversity of, of ways of thinking about organizing music and kinds of music that you like to do, it kind of opened up that's the inspirational part for me more than then a specific thing that, oh, this moment, ah, I got inspired, right, right, that, right. I don't know. It's like truly creative, and some sort of capital C creativity, I think. are less interested in um, following the party line, in a way. Right. Just thinking outside the box before they knew there was a box.
3: Well,
0: it's pretty <laughs> evident that there's a box before, right? I'm I mean, joking, half like, as it's yeah. like,
1: you know, I was, you know, yellow and yellow wasn't cool or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's just like, kind of, just like, fuck
4: man, this is what I do with today, now, with this thing. Yeah, but I'm not thinking about no. rules or thinking about, uh, and I never or hardly ever think about the next thing. It's all about this thing. Uh, and trying to. Well, doing that as long as it makes sense and then stop doing it, like, don't nudle it out, or if that makes sense, do it, but it's kind of, yeah, it's more about knowing, or trying to figure out what to do right now, not what uh, I should do next. Right, Right. Because that will have changed in, in the next moment, because then the people I play with are doing something else, or the feel in the room are different.
1: Or they're not doing something else. Yeah. That's I mean I you know, I mean I don't know, rules. I mean there's like common practice behaviors that are forever and they they change over time. But I, I don't really feel like there's any rule about that you have to change or you have to not change or you have to react or not react. But I think there is a tendency in a trio setting for things to evolve sometimes
0: very rapidly right you know which is it involves rapidly because there's like yeah. more possibility for individual people to change and then right you follow it's a, it's along a
1: very it's like the three-pointed stool you know it's huh. like you have to have three points and it does seem to really be. even being step. absent is a huge statement and then whatever you play, the other two hear it and yeah. they're not thinking ahead of you. They're just thinking, well, that happened now. What does that mean for what I do? Right. I think, I mean, I, you know, it's like it's hard to talk about anything definitively or, like I said, everybody feels this, but I think that's generally sort of a, a way that we work together. Mm. I like it sometimes when we stay more static and it's partly cool maybe because we don't do it as much as mm-hmm. maybe we could.
0: Yeah, I love, I mean, I lo- uh, one of my favorite things about uh, Julius's drumming actually, he didn't do it as much tonight, but the last time I saw, he did a little bit of it, he has that double hi-hat thing and he likes to do these kind of minimalist things where he does like just it's like a natural information society kind of like two people playing drums playing with a slight variation on the same thing but you just playing two hi-hats um, and it's like, oh yeah, give me that thing, like, give me like a duration of
4: that thing. It's very satisfying. Well, I, I intend to love stuff like that as well, but that in itself isn't satisfying. I think that's just a gesture. There has to be something... or. Yeah, that gesture has to be connected to something, uh, for it to be interesting. At least for me, um, because in its... Well, that's why, for instance, Natural Information Society sounds so good, because these things are connected and uh, not just something that is, like, taken out of the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get some more beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pharaoh Sanders on the piccolo. Mhm.
2: Faro and Gatto, yeah. Pharaoh yeah. and Gatto, and Henry mm-hmm. Grimes, and who's playing vibes? Uh, Carl Berger.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Who lives?
3: You you know, know, in Upstate he, New York. Yeah,
1: he, he actually played a gig in Kingston tonight. Oh, that I yeah. would have been at if. That oh, yeah. I would have been at if. That oh, yeah. I would have been at if. That oh, yeah. I would have been at if I was home. With mine. It
4: sounds like there's something going to happen in a moment. Oh, I am sure something's going to
2: happen. What are we listening to? It's the art ensemble. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's from, from when? From Chai Congo. I don't know. This it's is sort something. of like maximalism of playing like this that this like is
3: sort
1: of
0: created partly by like the audio quality here but also it's like an aesthetic
1: no it's really an aesthetic yeah you guys aren't quite doing that anymore hmm? no, you guys weren't doing that today. i generally don't Yeah. i try not to it's not my uh it's not my I Thing I like, I like listening, you know. People say, like, well, everybody's just more fun to do than to listen to, or something, yeah. but actually, I find this more entertaining to listen to than to play in.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, what's boring about playing it? It seems like it'd
1: be kind of fun to fill in. It's space. not boring, it's just like, it's just, I just don't, I don't, you know, I'm like kind of too, too I, I don't know, you know, too much of a hippie or something, you know, and you know, a hippie in
0: what sense?
3: Yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> you know, it's, we're all together and we're working together and we're doing this beautiful thing together, you know, and, and I, but I like sometimes as a listener, like, you know, Danny Carter is like the master of this man back in, at least in the 90s, you know, he yeah. did these large ensembles and everybody was just soloing the whole time. Yeah. And it was fucking great, you know. Yeah. It was great, especially to listen to in the audience because it, it's like your brain just kind of follows all these different trains around and right. makes connections where there aren't any, but it's right. like it's right. all for you. But when you're one of the people producing the connection, I just, I, I I'm it not, no, I'm just not very good at it. Oh, okay. I don't have any, I, mean, I don't understand really, how that, it works.
0: That seems like, I think I've seen you in settings where it seems like. I don't feel, I never feel. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. feel. There, yeah, no, there's something very satisfying about the kind of like white noise drone of like a thing where you can't quite pick out yeah almost anything in a certain sense at all at once. Your
1: brain so that, does start, your brain anyway. This is some fucking crazy shit, what yeah. is that? That's
0: a sound on the recording. That's not, exactly like, wow. that's on the recording. It's some extraordinarily close mic, like, piece of paper or something, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's very informed
4: by the recording quality of this, too. Yeah. 1970. Um. Like, yeah, it's funny because the Art of Example still does stuff like this. Yeah. That sounds really amazing. Like, uh, I heard a concert. Yeah. That's uh, why I asked you when was this from?
1: And you didn't tell me and I was like, Oh, oh never no, no, mind. But no, no, I was sorry. wondering like what year, yeah, nineteen yeah. seventy eight. Yeah. You know, if you told me this was from two years ago, I wouldn't have necessarily argue with you.
3: Oh totally.
1: Well
0: I'll it with this audio problem.
1: I mean Maybe, maybe, why not? Oh, you God. know what?
0: Sure. Roscoe's here. Well They, I they don't, don't have
2: Leston Bowie anymore though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Do you know anything
0: interesting? What? He's doing
3: something interesting No Not necessarily <laughs> okay, okay,
2: okay. Yeah I don't know The maximalist thing Is not really my thing either yeah,
0: yeah
3: yeah
2: I really fucking hate Playing with a ton of saxophones Who are blowing their heads off I'll just stop playing
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> in, I'm not <laughs> yeah. in competing With that shit Like
2: Right It's not I mean it's fine to listen to I guess But it's
1: it can be fun to listen to it. Sure. But yeah, but playing it, sure, it's just not my, it. it's it's not like my thing. I mean, it's not, not everybody has to do everything. There's a whole lot of kinds of music I don't play at all. Right. And nobody asks me why I don't do that, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, I'm Waiting for you to join my Calypso
0: Ensemble.
1: Right, exactly. Or, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, have a, a Pakistani uh, Bangra band or something. Sure.
2: Cecil or...? Schlippenbach,
0: 70. You 1970. It's 1970, yeah. Van Hove. It's neither Van Hove, yeah, that's right. Ah. Wow. Boom, Fred. how you know?
1: I mean, because yes. I have heard him play a bunch, and <laughs> yeah.
0: and
1: you know, it was also it's kind of a logical. Right. But could you
0: tell but, it was Fred Van Hove, not uh, Cecil, Cecil or Schlippenbach?
1: I didn't what think was it was that? Cecil was Taylor, actually? and I don't. I really wouldn't know for sure. Schleppenbach, back, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, it's man. Fred Van played once with, that, the, that, with the with the kind of... Oh yeah. And uh, and it was really great because he had like this Steinway ten foot grand, and it was perfectly in tune. It was in a big concert <laughs> hall, and and the band played like about a quarter step away from the, the piano, piano. <laughs> and and it was just like the piano ended up sounding. It was the first time. It was like you know, you think of the piano as kind of manifestation of like Europeanism, colonialism, you know, just the, the 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 industrial revolution and whatever, and and you know, and all the other horns are sort of more like the free, wild peoples of the world, and, and usually the piano wins, you know. We have to accommodate them, but but like there were enough of us on our own intonation that the piano was the one that looked. Thin and weak and sort of silly and honky tonk. It was great, you know, to, to reduce the Steinway to, to a honky tonk piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <It's>
1: Try him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, music is a sport. That's right. That's right, motherfucker. You're winning. winning, winning,
4: winning. Even when it's uneven teams. I don't know. Has Con
1: um, yeah, that is with Han. I think. Well, Han is the, the champion, of the prize off, fighting group improvisers. <laughs> he doesn't here. like you. You're going down.
0: I just totally remember this is not the track I wanted to play from this, but that's perfect. To you, Stella. Yeah, it's you. What do you got? What do you have to say about Trump? Benny, it's great. Yeah. You hang out with this guy. Hmm? You you admire this guy, you've, you've spent some time with him.
4: Yeah, I uh, like quite a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially the old stuff. There's quite a lot to it now that I think is just silly, but that's okay. Just, just silly? Yeah, it's like, I don't like it. It's just, it's not very, yeah, it's some kind of show band thing.
2: Hey man, if you can take a a drum solo on a bicycle, that's pretty good.
4: It's not a drum solo, it's a bike solo. Like, (laughs) if you're into cheese, I prefer eating it, but Mm. he likes playing it. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I know, this yeah, is like... It's, I mean, that's this, it's part of his thing is that he's like, he on, on the to and he drums a Whoa, That can be great, but so I've also heard him epic just playing way too loud, way too... Yeah, not being... Almost like I would say not trying, because I know that when he tries, it sounds amazing. Yeah.
3: Fred, you feel some type of way about that. Yeah, (laughs) man, (laughs) of course.
1: Don't get me wrong, I love this thing. I'm I'm thinking of like Nico, you know. Like like the velvet underground Nico? Like that, you know, at a certain point when you are like the most swinging, badassest, most awesome drummer of all time, you know, then you want to just subvert that. I don't know. I know what you're saying, sometimes he sometimes really he really mean, satisfies me, sometimes I'm just like, fuck you, but you know... But I think he does that on purpose, I think he's just having a good time, and he doesn't give a fuck, you know, it doesn't matter.
4: Well, if that makes him happy.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, you're right, well, but I mean, I just, I don't really that know... me have makes me happy. Yeah. So is it
0: all about you? You're offended that he's taking it easy, that he's not, no, or you're
4: offended he, that he's he not didn't making say you offended. happy. You, you guys are offended. You guys are
2: saying. I'm not
4: offended. offended. Or you're you're the ones talking about offended. I'm not offended. I just think he. Are you or like, he's, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. It sounded like you're no offended. I've seen
1: I've seen Han Bennett perform some of the most delightful
0: spectacles for me He, might
1: he is certainly that. not the corniest of the Dutch, <laughs> musician yeah. scene.
4: No, well, well that's the thing that. would that's fantastic, but it, like he can pull up like he can do shit that a bunch of the other guys try to do, and they just hopefully not Hopefully, when gonna do it. He just—he's a monster. You know, yeah, but he's just like way too loud, or not, something like that.
3: With I, is, I, he's, I don't know. I, this, I'm way. talking
1: on my ass, but like I think that you know, it's just like he'll play with anybody, but he'll play as he feels like with anybody who asks him to play, and sometimes he gets. Has to play with people that he doesn't probably really like very much, and well, he's just like, "Well, we, fuck you! I'm just gonna play. Nice, I'm gonna nice, have to play nice, louder than you," and that's just his thing.
3: thing.
4: I don't, don't know. sometimes.
0: I don't know, man.
1: Most of the
4: time, he's fantastic
0: again, but uh, but here comes a classic, improv music to drop out and leave with one guy. Yeah.
3: Like, just like, all right, dude,
0: see what you got. And everybody else drops out, and it's Peter Brascamp. So still got it. When listening to improvised music, as improvising musicians, do you think
4: like, oh yeah, that's the move I would have done or wouldn't have done?
3: Rarely,
4: yeah. <laughs> but quite a few times I think, oh, you should have taken that stuff. Yeah.
1: But. I think that more in live gigs than I do in a list of records. Mm. Of course, you know a record is kind of like somebody chose that they curated that from a bunch of other things to say this is what I want to present. Yeah. And I am just like well that's they must feel good about those decisions. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say like oh they should have done this or no, that. I meant live as well. Yeah, but live definitely. Then I don't I don't know what they should have or shouldn't have done. But sometimes I'm like oh wow that was that was really right or someone's like oh really did you have you know but
4: none of my business anyway yeah should have would have i would have said that differently in norwegian I'm going to say in norwegian no <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is probably like i don't know this is probably
0: a melody that he wrote or somebody wrote it or but so it's like improvised music but it's uh I wouldn't be I wouldn't be so sure of
1: that yeah, yeah a melody no I mean I it's a mean, melody it's a but I don't know melody, it's like but... written and pre-planned exactly <laughs> yeah. that might be written there. might, it might be, be might not be but yeah. or sort of based on some like gesture of initial thing and developed in whatever way it works but I, I think that I think I'm not the only one who thinks that uh, they're Improvising together and thinking consciously about
0: pitch. Right. Totally. That's all. So it's a very different mode of improvising from the last bunch of stuff we're listening to Like, it's trying to be like a sultry ballad and like really like do this thing in unison rather than like running away
3: from each other or something.
0: Depending on your definition of
1: the word unison.
4: Yeah. <laughs> not on music music music. Music. You depending the in consonants or something. In consonants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in consonants, yeah.
0: Going in the same direction, trying to sound like yeah. I yeah. would say Being that uh,
4: Hahn and uh, Fred von Hove were very much doing the same, yeah. or less exact, the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the previous recording. Because they're going for the maximal, like, <laughs> kind of thing at the same time. It's not maximal, but they were kind of having the same pulse. Yeah, they, they were they, they, doing short, kind of dry stuff, and then, then uh, like, longer accents that were able to, like, kind of sustain, have more sustain.
1: But don't no, let me decide. you can hear with this, in this context, the focus is really on pitch and counterpoint more so than in some other where it's almost like collage or at least you know it's a broader vocabulary of sounds that are part of the the vocabulary but it's just lovely it's nice Mm. it's a
0: nice one what year is it 1975 of the Willisaw concert
3: Mm. okay
1: I think I actually had this before. I moved out of Chicago a couple of years ago. I think I listened to it once.
0: It's pretty uh, different than the Antelope record. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's improvising with sense, you know,
3: relevant into your recent oh, interest.
0: The what? Antelope. Record. Oh. You
2: know, sense. Mm-hmm.
4: There's many ways of improvising with synthesol.
0: Yeah. Um, I have a okay. I have a bold question about a part that's coming up. There's a part where um, I wrote this down. Uh, the synthesizer guy starts playing a part that I think is kind of lame, and I'm like, hurry it up! And then like 30 seconds later, it kind of goes out of that part, and then, like, I. Um,
3: About, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, like, he's
0: just like I'm out of ideas. I can just demonstrate
1: that I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if he it's thinks right, that. Maybe I don't know. Do you, know. you think he, That's what he's thinking. He's thinking, man, I'm the baddest motherfucker ever. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not really, but. You know. I mean, are you allowed to think that yeah, I think like, this is like that was a case of somebody getting overly like excited about themselves. You know, but yeah. it happens. <laughs> to Everybody. <laughs> it happens. You always don't
2: feel
0: like you're allowed to say
1: that about other people. Yeah, you just. But you know the feeling. No, I don't. I have no idea. I really. It's not. It's not your favorite part of the record. It's not my
0: favorite. It's really nice. You know,
1: yeah. uh, but I kind of thought it was kind of cool actually. <laughs> And I don't know why, I don't really have a good argument, I don't, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to convince you, I just...
4: Well, <laughs> it's kind of interesting, like, like form-wise, it's kind of like, it does the same thing several times, and that ends up in this more longer, lower notes, and that works. <laughs> it's, uh, some people might say that the material he uses for that is a bit corny, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: Well, there's a reason that his name isn't tattooed on my other arm.
0: You wanna hear another
4: one? I'm ready. Yeah man, we're all ready. Still
2: get my name tattooed on your
4: face. When I haven't done my knuckles.
2: Even better. Hmm. It's a string instrument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <okay>. yeah. <laughs>
2: Nailed it. <laughs> Some of my
4: best friends play three instruments.
2: Cello. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> really?
4: We we're gonna let you have this one with <laughs> You you
1: I, I know it's cello, I'm so not like not is it
3: Oh, isn't it is its
2: it Hank? He said. Is it Tristan Hunting?
0: Yeah. It's Tristan? Yeah.
2: Because yeah. that's Evan Parker, right?
0: And Evan Parker, yeah. How'd you know?
2: Evan Parker? He's the it, best!
0: You knew it was <laughs> Evan Parker and then you guessed it, it was Tristan Huntinger in relation to Evan Parker. I so, did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's no, no, how That's no, I mean, am That's i, mean, how, I mean, how, I'm that's how, that's curious it's to see get. how you deduce, you know? Yeah, totally. What's he doing? What's he doing here that's the best?
2: I mean, he's not necessarily being the best right now. <laughs> No, Evan Parker just has a really specific set of, like, articulations that I, I really, I, I think of him when I hear him, you know, yeah. if I hear other people playing it, too. And, I mean, obviously he has had, he's been doing that big circular breathing stuff for a long time. Um, although I was just talking to, uh, it was either Rob or Chad, and, like, they were saying that his playing is, like, really different right now. Well,
1: like, he's like did you talk to me?
2: Were you saying that?
1: I don't know, because, yeah, I just heard him that quartet with Axel and Sten and and
2: he wasn't doing much and he
1: wasn't doing hardly any certain breathing or or, uh, you know um, arpeggiated kind of phrases
2: right it's interesting but it might
1: just be I know I'm I'm sure but I'm just saying that gig it was interesting Mm. that really like I don't I don't recall I mean I wasn't sitting there scorekeeping but like after the gig I was like I don't really remember ever him getting into that and it
2: was interesting I think that's like the report from a couple different.
1: Yeah,
0: interesting.
2: Yeah, Well, I mean, it's great. It's great news. Yep. It means that his he's still evolving. You know.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. But this maybe also
2: that he's
1: a little bit out of breath. That opening <laughs> solo was cool. I, 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 I love Tristan, but that I really didn't think of him when I was. Yeah. Like, listening to it. What do you like about Tristan? What do you like about the opening solo? Well, it was pretty serious, you know.
0: That's so. <laughs> I mean, a I, I
1: don't know. You know, it's...
2: that's very Evan Parker.
4: That is, and also since it comes like a second after Tristan did what he did.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: uh, I,
2: There we go. Some Tristan Hansinger sounds. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Under the just bridge, a man. Bit Yeah, more sometimes he
2: looks like a little gnome on the A little
1: less, uh, yeah. I mean, I. you know, I'm, I'm uh, the last person to criticize anybody for being goofy. But, uh, you know, but that opening part really didn't feel at all like kind of his more like kind of slightly ironic take on, on things. It's like... It's nice. Yeah, good yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> great. Yeah, I think it's really good uh, player as well as a goofball player. Yes. Um, an uh, interesting improviser. i interesting improviser. So, an interesting thing that's happening here is there's um, three people on this track. Um, one of them hasn't come in yet. The first one. Like, or the second one didn't come in for like two minutes and now we're up to almost five minutes and uh, I think it's like a couple more minutes before the third one comes in. Even though the third one is like the definition of like space-filling, like play-all-the-time kind of musician. Um, so I want to ask you guys some kind of interview question about like choosing when to come in, when to sit out, this sort of thing. I actually thought it was interesting that your set... Oh, you guys sat out at various times. In the first set, there wasn't a lot of that. Okay. I noticed a little bit for moments. Here we do
1: it a little bit, but it was they work harder. You know, they were lazy. Yeah, we like we just really shit. like you know. Oh man, I decided to break. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so let these guys do it for a while. You know, I get this burst so jet lag. Right. And I'll be like, you
2: know. oh my chops. <laughs> right. <No.
1: laughs> just, i just like I just want to just hang out and just like see yeah, what they yeah. do because I'm because I'm lazy and bored and mm-hmm. selfish and, you know that's, and that's different. My the difference that's the work ethic of the young I admire she's old before her time oh, yeah. she was the old lady when I first met her <laughs> 15 years ago yeah. she's always been sort of a role model and, uh, somebody I look up to <laughs> someday I'll be like Jamie
2: <laughs> there we go. Oh no.
3: No, it's still laughing. No, yeah,
0: yeah,
4: yeah. It's still just two of them. just was. I could skip ahead, but it seems like not the right. In the spirit oh, to that. <laughs>
0: You want to guess what year it is? 19. 19-
1: Eighty-three,
2: nine.
3: I was going say nine. Late. 80s. Really. Yeah.
0: Why uh, are you gonna say
2: late eighties? Oh, I was just thinking eighty-nine. You
1: know. <laughs> About that early eighties?
2: Put my money on eighty-nine. A lot of things happened in
1: eighty-nine.
3: Yeah,
1: including
0: that
3: guy oh <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs>
1: It's not too for him. No, no. It's Cecil so Taylor. It is Cecil. Wow. That's amazing. And Cecil sat out. Was he like off stage? Maybe I think <laughs> maybe I
3: was in singing. You know what like? he was a it's not yeah. like his normal voice. Yeah, I didn't yeah, probably it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was oh. off stage. No, I think the whole thing about like
1: improvisers, like who who sits who sits out more, and like who doesn't, you know but as an audience member, it's pretty interesting seeing people decide to stop. People make it's fun, I, you know. I did this uh, night with like short, small groups randomly chosen from from a, a group of it was like a round robin, but a little bit more kind of curated. Mm-hmm and one of the trios I was in, the other two started right away and and I didn't know what to do or have anything that I wanted to do and I sat and I waited a little bit and, and then they kind of evolved into something else I had nothing that there was nothing you know anyway and after about three or four minutes I decided that I would just shoot the moon and not play at all and and I didn't and it was like seven or eight minutes and I just sat there and and then it was over and that was that. And it was funny how like all these really weird totally different perspectives people told me what they thought I was thinking while I was doing that and it was all over the map. It was really funny. <laughs> it's like like you know so he didn't play, you know. I don't don't give too much thought to it. He didn't play and then he did play. Because you're probably wrong. Everybody pretty much was wrong in, in the case of, you know, they were all different and none of them like really understood it. It was just to me, it was just like, there was no, there was no strategy or anything. It was just like, it's inappropriate. And at a certain point it would be just absurd, especially under the kind of duration limits of these, these encounters that like for me to come in and play the last three minutes after I've been sitting there for four or five minutes, this would be like kind of arbitrary and stupid. Cecil probably was having some cocaine and champagne. That's what and I was thinking. Yeah. Making out, <laughs> with, like making out <laughs> with somebody that he was enjoying making out with backstage. And right, he just, right, right, right. And then he just came right. out and he said, Oh, they're playing yeah, already right, well. Here I am. You know. He probably did a really great facial expression as he walked out. Man, you know, I one time I saw him solo and they had, it was like like a like a symphony orchestra stage the piano and then to sort of fill up space they had these giant columns like Greek like ionic (laughs) columns in a big circle around the piano and and he played for about half an hour and it was awesome and then people started clapping and he but he had gotten up because he wanted to dance and so he's like waiting and he's waiting and he's waiting and then finally he leans on one of the columns (laughs) But it's like styrofoam and it it falls and it's like domino effect and it, it it's and they all go falling over and he goes like woo and everybody stopped laughing and then he did like a ee eek, eek, boom and then he went back and he played for another like half an hour and it was amazing. But like this the jump and the whoa was probably the most charming thing I ever saw anybody do on stage, mm-hmm. ever. And I think it's Cecil Taylor, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The famously non-charming Cecil Taylor.
0: Right. <laughs> well, very charming, but like,
1: you know... <laughs> Must have been. That's <laughs> my That's how he got away with all that
0: shit. Right. <laughs> God, people will let him do that. No, I don't think that was really good.
1: Well, anyway, it was an amazing moment of just like... It was a great concert. It was really weird because it was a double bill with McCoy Tyner Trio oh. afterwards, and Cecil like just like killed it, you know, for almost an hour. And uh, and then there was intermission, and then McCoy Tyner with like some guy on electric bass and some drummer with like the giant Billy Cobham drum kit, and they're doing like kind of like, you know. And it was so disappointing. And after like twenty minutes, I was like, okay, I can't yeah like we heard like this amazing thing and now this this and it's like it's quite tiny yeah you think, you think he would also blow your mind not necessarily this uh, isn't is Casper no no who is this um who is it yeah it sounds really
0: familiar but who who you know yes. Terry X yes. and uh, oh it's one love oh, oh yeah. yeah i saw this band live in 2009 know, and it was like completely me. and it really made me feel like free rock it was like a future in some capacity like the future that never came
1: it did come there it is there it right is. there <laughs> what do you need yeah, I guess the future has already arrived this hasn't been evenly distributed
3: right
0: rock rock people don't have
4: that yet but yeah no I mean I'm curious about you know you guys doesn't really sound or so something about the recording that makes it uh, and how the guitar sounds doesn't really sound like Teddy all the time yeah I I I really know who it was but uh,
1: obviously
4: I hope it was more through at the first thing. Yeah. But you thought it was pop. Yeah, I knew it was Paul. How do you know it was Paul? Well, it was Paul.
0: It was Paul, uh, yeah. It's just that, that type of uh, well, muscular
4: beat or something like good. No, well, these I don't hear him playing like like this as much these days. And um, but his phrasing, his touch, his orchestration, uh, and his beat... i don't know. Yes. Was he scorch? Hm?
1: didn't scorch? Yeah, yeah. Right. bass. Oswald does not sound like he's so, so that I was kind of like, yeah, like,
0: but yeah, I, I really just, like... Yeah. I think that he's, uh, maybe my favorite, like, impressive electric bass player, I tend to think of him, like, acoustic bass players switch to electric bass, they often, are a little bit more, like, they're trying to do a rock thing and it's not as cool, um, there's obviously exceptions to that, but I think it's nice to hear somebody who's, like, coming at it like, that's their main thing.
1: Maybe you should check out Farida Amadou. Who's exactly. that? Bass player from Belgium. Or
3: maybe. It burning.
4: Okay. She's uh, not the only one in the world, but. I when we were talking electric bass, I like
3: Peter Freeze.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, Peter Freeze. I mean, I, I'm not. I was giving it like I, I, You probably already know. It has several Peter Freeze notes. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Wildman band, and he just, like, thought he's, like, a namesake of Danish free improvised free jazz, a lot of anchor, like, he plays, but, I mean, just, like, the list is, yeah, of no, course, important list. But, no, this woman is, she's really young and and really incredible and purely an electric bass player, and, like, the concept that I saw at least was, like, kind of mind-blowing, like, improvising on electric bass, which I'm kind of vaguely familiar with trying to do and and uh, know how hard it is and then know how rarely I hear somebody doing something on left and face that I get excited about. Right. But anyway she was amazing. Cool that's my hot pick. There's, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard first. about Farida I'm gonna do right here on the whatever what's this podcast, podcast called? The podcast. Now Is Podcast. Jamie, this is you
0: in terms of like
2: who this is attracted to, I can so you, know, oh. you don't have, to have any information, but this is me. I was
0: beautiful. like, this is I mean. <laughs> so totally listen. like you.
1: Hey, you never listen to recordings yourself, do you? Yeah, that's
0: right, it's people you know. <laughs>
2: Sam and Chris. Uh, Sam Weinberg, and Chris Wolf. No. What is this? No, it's a drum. It's a sexual drum set. It's Ben Bennett. Oh. Okay, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're really good. They're good. They're good.
0: Yeah. Why? 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 Yeah,
3: why?
2: Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> just be good? Why? Why? Can't prove it. It's intangible. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, then I can like conjure things out of like, hardly any. Kind of thing. You know, you can have a very small setup and make a ton of
3: sound. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I think, I think so. Nice. No, yeah. I like
0: this sort of, like, extremely close mic kind of sound of, like, like, the percussion like it it's hard to even really know. Yeah. In certain
2: I would be surprised if it's that close mic, though. I mean, it's like, he plays, like, percussion on the floor. Right. So it's probably just some over. Oh, that's a drum set.
3: Like you said. I've
0: never seen Ben actually play the drum set. Me neither. I've seen him sit on floor
1: a lot. Yeah, no, I I think that's... Every time I've seen him or played with him... You know, he he makes the drum heads himself. Oh, okay. From Roadkill. Oh,
2: that's right. Whoa. Yeah.
1: They're natural skins that he's harvested I guess and cultivated whatever the polite terms are the... right. pretty fast. he also is like an amazing encyclopedic knowledge of botany
3: huh. He's
1: a really cool guy Zarzuzky and him are pretty tight. we did a trio session with Saturday anybody out there in podcast land who wants to release a really awesome Zarzuzky Lombard Bennett
0: you heard it here first. CD. Yeah.
1: Write your uh, editor. Totally...
2: Write your congressman.
1: Write your congressman. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Facts your congressman.
0: Yeah. Facts your congressman. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I am playing. guys, uh, you guys a bunch of things that have like more people playing them. I wanted to get in one duo. Sometimes it feels like a duo with improvised music is like the most interesting thing to listen to, even if there's more people playing
3: when one person drops out and it becomes like really focused. Yeah. That's, to why, nice we,
1: that's why, to be honest, that's why we drop out. Yeah, so you can let a duo happen. So let duos happen, and solos even. Yeah. You know, when you only have three choices, or three instruments, you know, like the least you can do is have two and one, you know, because you get three ones and two twos and three twos. You get three twos, three ones, it's fantastic. And you get the three. You get you all get the these three. things, man.
4: It's crazy. Uh, three is the magic number, you know. It's, it's, it's
3: awesome.
1: That's I always play the number three when I play the lottery. Why I never win. Guys have one more than one, more than one number. Huh.
0: Yeah. Oh, um I was gonna say something about
2: duos. Being cool to listen to. Duo is I find duo one of the hardest formats. To play. Yeah. Why? Um well because of what we were just talking about with like the hyper focused uh, especially if you're playing a single line instrument in the in antelope it's really different because I have a looping pedal <laughs> mm-hmm. so I can be lots of people
0: yeah Fred cheats that way too
1: totally yeah. yeah if you call that cheating Is <laughs> that cheating some people
2: just call it making music but, you know, yeah you
1: know. I mean whatever you can get away with is what one of my teachers told me right Totally. I like playing yeah. I like duos too, but I yeah, but I also great, um, but I I even sometimes play duos where I play acoustic without any loopers. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. I still have a good time.
0: <laughs> I believe you.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Remember no, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. I think I of it as that. like more like organ pedals or something. You know, they're like they're not. You know, to make like a twelve-bar structure or something, and then. Work with that is ridiculous, but just as kind of like events and things we can shift around. I have reverse and you know, forward and half and double speed, and I don't know, freeze thing, but but anyway, so I can and I can make copies of the loops and you know, in shorter parts of them and and pile them up. So It's, it's another instrument, so. Yeah, 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 Like, just, oh, I, I have a funky bass line now, and I'll play on top of that.
3: <laughs> Jump <Jump-offs>. on. <laughs>
0: people well you guys know or at least you guys do.
1: you know Hank Roberts. Hey, Roberts you know um, I I don't know I don't so it's a player so it sounds really good it's not it's not, uh, it's not Eric it's not I don't so know. uh here's, here's it's not name. Jane okay. I'm not name. making these names up these yeah, are yeah. real names <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah no um I know
1: who Eric is I don't know who Jane.
0: Jane it's Jane Jane Scarf and Tony anyway um Here's my hint. It's uh, this is the first show that I ever went to at Elastic in 2013, uh, summer 2013. So it's all Elastic
3: regulars uh,
0: with jumpers, like the most regular.
1: Not to me, I don't know. Like...
0: It's Jim Baker. Yeah, okay, yeah. That
1: was just a moment before you said that, I was like, <laughs> I think, yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I do know one
3: of these. <laughs> yeah, the most
0: regular, who's the fucking sax
1: player? Rempus <clears throat> or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. But then who's the cello player? Tamika. Tamika, wow. From what year? 2013.
4: Nice. Is this, what record is this? Uh,
0: it's something that Dave released on his website. Okay. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. So that is, like, it. squares on the cover. Um, anyway, the, the basic idea was, like, that you guys would have some, like, some thoughts from your experience improvising together about these how these people are developing
4: ideas and moving into different things like, at different times. Oh, it depends we're not in the situation not really so, like, and even, not if, really critics. even if it was yeah. something that I was on I couldn't have told you what the concept was on virtual times because there isn't concept any concept that it varies on like the different musicians have different feelings at right. any given point, and that's uh, at least, for most of the stuff that I do, that's... don't necessarily talk about how, uh, why we did what we did or what we want to do.
1: Especially if I'd it's a live to, to make a solo
4: right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, why did you choose these recordings? Yeah, I mean, it's a weird, I don't know, like... Yeah, this
1: idea that we would somehow, like, dissect it and do some sort of yeah, parsing of it. Yeah, I know, just
3: talk it, about it in some I'm really kind
4: of the in, that structures. That we're really into, yeah. like, mostly, like, American-based impressed music. There's, I mean, I the Brutzmann. Well, are that's as close you can get to American-based impressed music with Europeans, in a way. Oh, no. No, yeah, what do you think I should have thought? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah. uh, no, but that's just a typical, uh, like, uh, it's just a certain thing when you have Bertsman right. and then you have uh, off and off, and so it's just like kind of loud European. Right, uh, totally. Yeah, no, that's definitely no, and and I love that. It's, it I just noted thought about it just now that
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And I definitely like think of that as being like some of the main like contributions to improvised music. A lot of Europeans it's like brutal out, the space filling stuff. Although ironically, I I the first thing I was gonna do is play of uh, uh, fuck de boer. because uh, I don't know, I have the C D of it. Like, comment. and I was like thinking about asking about like politics and improvised music or something like you might have some opinion about that, Fred. because um, it was this explicitly <laughs> anti, uh, you know, apartheid thing, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. but it's just you know, an album of people blowing that saxophone. Uh, but then I was like, oh, it's too much, just, just that European thing of just like these guys are just like. <sighs> Maximum, so I wanted to pull back, which is why I did the
1: pull. So,
3: what do you yeah. think
1: about what do you think about naming records that are abstract uh, experiences with political slogans? How do you what do you what do you think about that?
0: I don't know. It just seemed like a really bold choice. I don't know. Have you done it?
1: No, I mean, I'm always kind of uncomfortable with it in a way. I mean, I don't really, I'm not criticizing them, i just wondering what you think, but...
0: It seems ridiculous, it seems pompous to me. It's it, like, that's
1: sort of like, yeah, a, you know...
0: It's not a thing, it's just a...
1: I made a, I made a video, I had this, I did a, like a cover version of a kind of a... of a revolutionary war lament song about a soldier, and I made a video and I dedicated it to revolutionaries everywhere or something. Like And it felt so, like, kind of patronizing in a weird way. And it's the same kind of thing, you know, like, like call your, your abstract composition... Some, but like at the same time, like the marketplace loves it, you know. Like Penderecki, you know, the threnody for the Victims of Hiroshima was originally called like Symphony Number Three. Yeah, and yeah. Then gave then a he, fuck, you know. And then he renamed yeah, it. Right. and It was like a hit, you know. And, right, right. And yeah. like fuck Debord, it's also it's like yeah, we got this. Like, ah, hey, let's right, let's right. say fuck something, you know. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck we don't Trump, like them. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, it's and and, f- it and it's right, you know. Fuck them, right? I should make a record. Going, fuck them, but it has to be a real ah. <laughs> You know, you can't fuck them, and then be like,
3: doo, yeah, right. Right.
1: "You know, that's not like fuck them. That's like, hello. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. We're your friendly chickens. Eat us. I don't know, man. You know. Anyway, well, the whole strange. marketing, the whole marketing aspect, the showbiz aspect of improvised music is is, is real. Unfortunately, is real. It's in a smaller. Actually. It's a smaller. It's a small, very small pond. But within it, there's this element still of showbiz you know right. people hire publicists right. you know to sell pre-improvised music that there's like 100 people that really give a fuck about you know right. but you gotta reach all of them you gotta right. have a good story you gotta have a continuous message
0: right which is fuck to bore.
1: right or something or you something. pick a theme you do your thing right. you get your niche you got your in once you get your in then you hire the publicist to like right. promote yeah. your in and what like
0: are the to, most egregious examples
1: one would... You have to use your imagination.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, there I was in 2013. Like, hopefully I moved to Chicago. Um, let's see how this goes. Like, I friends of Dan Weich and he's like going to this art space and i like look at the calendar and I'm like oh shit there's a bunch of people like you know Fred Longer um, kind of inside people and I'm like I know that name they're playing there this is cool. Gotta check that out. See yeah, those I'm fossils. Yeah and I'm like Joe Morris. I've seen Joe Morris. Before. Yeah. We played
4: together at Elastic on Halloween in 2013. We did. We did. Yeah. You weren't there.
1: But you were like, town and country members, they're all playing there. Oh, yeah, when
0: I met Jim Dorling, I got super fucking yeah. starved. I, like, kissed his ass. Sure, remember. man. Uh, yeah, no, I so I, there I was, and I, I saw this set. Uh, it was very exciting. I'd never seen Jim Baker before, or heard of Jim Baker, because no one's ever heard of Jim Baker outside of Chicago. And I That's was, not
1: true. It's not really true, but... Uh...
0: It's, I mean, look, I was just like who is
1: this guy like, what is going and that's on? the question a lot of people yeah. ask themselves but <laughs> no but like when, when uh, the territory event played the Berlin Jazz Festival around 2001 word got out in Berlin that he was coming and they invited him like a week early and he did a bunch of local gigs and like a bunch of people were like oh my god Jim Baker yeah 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 you know so there's at least a, he's he's um, without hiring a publicist he's doing mean, very well assist. you'd be surprised
0: right well I mean doing very well because he has a day job you know, he's
1: not like he's <laughs> gonna retire soon and then look out
0: okay yeah watch out okay. no really seriously oh okay.
1: good another year or two he's already been threatening he's gonna then just like go on the road non-stop to make good. up for all those years of the day job good he's,
0: incredible. he's
1: getting a travel size ARP 2600 made mm, that's gonna be good times yeah You'll yeah. have Jim Baker is sleeping on your couch like every third Tuesday.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Watch the garlic. Yeah, no garlic. Get the garlic out of the house. He doesn't like
0: garlic.
1: He, loves garlic. he loves garlic. He loves garlic. Yeah. Okay, it's complicated. So we don't need to talk about that. The, the microphone
3: is on. are we? I
1: just take a break.
3: Yeah, we take a break
1: whenever you want. We're just all coming